Good morning, football fans, and welcome to a solo week one NFL preview of the Big D podcast. Usually you would see Alex join me, but unfortunately he's dealing with a family emergency. I'm thoughts and prayers with him, so uh, it's just me this week. Uh, before I dig into the podcast, please subscribe, like, and share the uh, Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page. You don't know what will be coming on the podcast, but uh, hopefully we've got not just NFL, but a whole bunch of content. Also, the Big D podcast is available on Spotify and Apple, so uh, you can also, so uh, you don't have to look at, just you, ju- you just don't have to look at the YouTube page. You can also look at the audio podcast before an audio to a YouTube episode. So, uh, you know what this week means? NFL season officially begins Thursday night with the uh, Dallas Cowboys and uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Can't wait for the NFL season. Can't wait to see what happens this year and uh, who ultimately makes the Super Bowl in Inglewood. So, it's interesting. So now, first off, we'll talk about uh, Alex and yours truly favorite teams. And uh, I really like the Dolphins this year. I mean, a lot of question marks over how well Tua will perform this year in the second year. But he seems healthy or healthier than he did last year. The hip looks better. Tua's seemingly a bit uh, looking way more athletic. I mean, not that Tua's... Lamar Jackson athletically, but Tua's looking more like he did in Alabama. Now, we know Tua's strength is exactly. See, we know he's not going to run around the park. We know he's not necessarily – we know he doesn't necessarily have the biggest zone, but he can th- but he can throw the ball in a tight window. And uh, with Miami's – team this year, we'll figure out whether Tua can play because Miami's got a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. I think if everybody thinks that the Dolphins has a defensive first team like the Patriots because Brian Fuller's is a defensive master, but Miami's got a lot of talent offense. I mean, Jalen Water, Mike Kosicki, Miles Gaston could be a really interesting PPL running back this year. No, my, Miami's got a young offense line, too. The Dolphin offense line's so young, and we'll see if that offense line takes the next step this year. But I really like the Dolphins this year. I mean, yeah, opening with the Patriots is never easy. But oddly enough, in the battle of Alabama quarterbacks, Tua's got more experience over Mac Jones. And everybody's looking at New England's defense, but Miami's defense is really decent. And you look at Miami's secondary. I think Miami's secondary can limit New England's big plays. And remember, Stephon Gilmore, New England's top corner, is out with an injury. So you don't have that guy capable of locking down a defender. So I think Miami's got a real opportunity of winning in Foxville. You know, Bill Belichick's school month in September. So, and yeah, Belichick does really well against young quarterbacks. But in a way, 
I think getting the Patriots week one is not necessarily a bad thing because you get them out of the way, potentially get a division win under your belt. Could be could be huge come December and January. And then week two, Dolphins get the Bills. It's going to be another good test because Buffalo ate Miami in week 17, knocking out, knocking the Dolphins from playoff contention. But we all know how well Josh Allen played. I mean, I thought he should have been the MVP last year. Saw Aaron Rodgers, but it but Josh Allen played better than you. And, uh, of course. Dolphins home opener. We'll see how well two and the Dolphins can be on their home turf. And then, of course, Buffalo. I mean, I think the Bills might prefer a few games in in South Florida. I mean, maybe not in September, but definitely in a warmer month. So, and then you look at the rest of the Dolphins schedule. I mean, Raiders, Colts. I think, especially with the Colts game in Miami. I mean, we don't. Indy's not quite the same team on grad, so we'll see how well of wins in them and the Colts play. And then Vegas, I don't know what to make of the Raiders. I mean, they, they've given away a lot of peace the last couple of years. I don't know. I really liked a lot of Vegas's draft picks. So I think Miami's better coach team and can win a variety of ways, whether it be High scoring or 23-20, lowest low scoring game. And, of course, week five, the, a trip to see the Tom Brady and the Fending World Champs in uh, Tampa will be interesting. And then week six, you know, you know, Alex and I are going to have a bet on this game. Dolphins, Jaguars in London. Uh, unfortunately for me, I might be paying the bet because I don't like, I don't like the Jack's chance of winning London. I think. Dolphins are, are the superior team, and uh, we'll see what happens in that team. So, ultimately, I think the Dolphins are a playoff team, and uh, I don't think Miami can challenge Buffalo in the AFC East, but Miami's looking like a playoff team. Now we go from Southeast Florida to Northeast Florida, and uh, I can't wait to see what the Jaguars do this year. It's going to be fun. I mean, with Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer together, we'll see how the Jags play. I mean, if you saw the preseason, Trevor showed, showed signs of town, but the Jags offensive line worries the crap out of me. I don't think we've got a starting caliber offensive line. I don't think any of our guys would be starting for like the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Saints, or some of these better offensive lines. No, you look at all schedule. Yes, we get the ten. Yes, the Jags get the Texans week one. And true, Tyrod Taylor starting. I think the Jags stand a really good chance of winning that game, even though be Trevor Lawrence's NFL regular season debut. I think the Jags can win that game week two. Uh, Denver in Jacksonville. I mean, we know the Broncos defense is tough. Vic Banjo is a great defensive master. But with that game in Florida dealing with the heat and the humidity, 
could be fascinating. And then week three, uh, Kyla. But again, West Coast team traveling east. I mean, yeah, Kyla's a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence now. But we'll see what Lawrence and Maya do. And then the week four, the meeting of the last two number one draft picks in a rematch of the college of the 2020 college football playoff national championship. Joe Bur- uh, Trevor against Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. It's going to be fun seeing those two young pups play together, but uh, of course. Yeah, and then at least Jackson will have 10 days for Derrick Henry and the Titans. I'm thinking, how many yards will he run for against, will he run against our defense? <laughs> Seem like it seems like it runs for 200 every time the Jackson Titans play each other. And then, of course, week six. I mean, the Jags are more used to playing in London, but we know the Dolphins, are, but everybody knows the Dolphins are well coached. We know Tua can play. And uh, defense travels, no matter if you're playing in England, Seattle, New York, L.A., South Florida defense usually travels. So I expect Lawrence and Meyer to have grown pains like most rookie head coach and the quarterbacks do. I mean, we we know Trent Lawrence has got a ton of talent, throw the ball, run the ball. But the Jaguars are a team without a great offense line. Yeah, James Robinson's a good running back, and I like some of these pieces on offense. I think DJ Chalk, Marvin Jones, and the Viscous Chanel provide the ones with a decent receiving group, but the Jags don't have a real quality pass and tight end. And with recent contending teams, the tight end position has been critical. You look at New England, Travis and and, Rob, and Tampa, Rob Kinkowski made such a big difference. I mean, would Tom Brady have seven Super Bowl rings without Gronk? Probably not. Probably not. Excuse me. Would the Chiefs have been the three straight AFC championship games, two Super Bowls, and winning one and without Travis Kelsey? Probably not. I, I truly think the tight end position is one the Jags have got to address ASAP because a tight end will make any young quarterback happy. Just look at <laughs> I me. Mean, I like to have Gronk or Travis Kelsey on my team, but that's just me. And then defensively, Jags will be playing probably a 3 4. I mean, they've got some decent young pieces, but. It's going to be a walk in progress for the defense. I mean, I'd be happy if we won five or six games this year. If you told me Jackson won six and 11, I'd be doing backflips. I know Miles not going to not going to like losing more than he did in Columbus. But um, I think the Jags are going in the right direction. They just they just need patience. You see, patience is the key word in Duval County. And now we head to um, week one where uh, I wanted to give out some of my favorite plays this week. Uh, first off, I really like Colts, Indianapolis Colts receiver Michael Pittman. 
no matter what league you're playing. Because Soft, if anybody saw Seattle's pass defense last year, oh my goodness, the Seahawks struggled. I mean, Cam Newton, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Matt Ryan all took advantage of the Seahawks. Not true. It was early in Seattle's defense. Slightly improved, but Seattle finished 2020 with the 30th pass-ranked defense. And yeah, the Colts are a more run-first team. And with uh, wins and hopefully Quinn and Nelson ready for week one, the Colts may look to run the ball and keep Russell Wilson, DJ, excuse me, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett off the field in Indianapolis. But if the Colts throw the ball, I think Pittman's the number one target. I mean, no matter if you're in a DraftKings league when he's 4,100 or you're a regular Yahoo or fantasy football dynasty league, I think Pittman makes a great play. And Pittman's last meaningful game was the AFC wildcard game against the Buffalo Bills where he caught five passes for 90 yards and more. And maybe more importantly than the than the receptions was that then quarterback Philip Rivers talking him ten times. So could he see double digit targets on Sunday? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I mean, with T.Y. Hill and out, I mean, who are the who are the Colts going to talk at? Probably Pittman, probably Pittman and Taylor. So. I think uh, Pittman makes for an excellent week one play. And now, and now we get to the fun part, my 2021 NFL predictions. First, I wanted to talk about my, let's see, award predictions. And uh, got a couple, I've got a couple interesting picks this year. Some you may agree with and some you may think, what is the big D doing? But I uh, want to start with, Offensive and defensive players, uh, rookies of the year. And uh, I really like Trey Lance, offensive rookie of the year. I mean, true, there's a good chance Jimmy Garoppolo starts week one. But I think Trey Lance is more capable of taking the reins middle, late season. And uh, I think he's got a lot of talent now, true. He has to play football. Oh, but... He's only played one meaningful game the last year and a half, the last couple of years, but Lance's got a lot of talent. And uh, I couldn't think of a better situation for a rookie quarterback. I mean, you've got a good offensive line, great head coach, Beckham running backs, George Kittle, Brandon IU, Depot Samuel. I mean, the 49ers got a lot of, and plus they've got a great defense. So, Trey Lance might not have to carry the offense like what Trevor Lawrence, Will and Jacksonville, Zach Wilson with the Jets. Lance might have to throw the ball 25 times a game, meaning he's more efficient. He can throw play action. And he's not having and he's not chucking the ball 35, 40 times a game like some of these rookies. So I think Lance. No matter when he starts this year, could be a rookie of the year contender. Now, defensive rookie of the year, uh, Michael Paulson to me is the obvious choice. I mean, I really like what he did at Penn State. Sure, he didn't play last year, but I think Paulson's has got 
a lot of ability, and the Cowboys definitely need it. If anybody saw Dallas's defense last year, oh, gosh, they need everything. Nick Paulson will bring speed, athleticism, and, a, and an attitude. And now, uh, talk about a baptism by fire. You get Tom Brady in the World Champs on Thursday night. Good luck, Dallas. Go get him, young fella. And uh, defense player of the year. Everyone, everyone won't be surprised what team it is, but it's not who you're thinking of. A lot of people are going to pick Aaron Donald to win defense player of the year. I think he's potentially the most ferocious interior pass rusher the league has seen in a long time. Nobody has been able to stop Aaron Donald. You could double him, you could triple team him, and yet he's still wreaking havoc. But to me, I think Jalen Ramsey's the key for the Rams defense this year because Ramsey, if Ramsey could take away half the field, he makes Aaron Donald a better player. I think Jalen Ramsey this year has got a point to prove, a big contract, and plus he's got a revenge game against his against his old Jack or team this year. So he might look for three pick sixes. That might be one of those weeks to have like a Jalen Ramsey prop bet. He'll either give up a couple long touchdowns or get a couple pick sixes that week. So Jalen Ramsey prop bet might. Or when the uh, Jackals and Rams meet in Inglewood. And uh, MVP this year, I'm going with another Ram, Matthew Stafford. I mean, yes, we all know Matthew Stafford's playoff success, or maybe more so lack of playoff success. Zippity do that in the W capital. But he never played with this amount of talent. I mean, he never played behind a competent offensive line. A great head coach, Sean McVeigh. A bevy of wide receivers. Sure, Cam Akers is out. But I think the Rams will be okay running the ball. I'm not sure they'd be great without Akers, but I think they'll be okay. And in the fence, then we know what on excuse me, what um, Rams defense can do. So I think Stafford could put up monster numbers this year. It's the first time we've seen Sean McVay with a comp, with a really talented quarterback. Sorry, Jared Goff. You're not Matthew Stafford. Uh, I think it'll be a match made in heaven this year. I might I might be okay drafting Stafford in a few leagues. And trust me, I have drafted Stafford in a few leagues. It's just um, I think Stafford would be fine if he's starting for your fantasy team or if he's starting Anything in general. And uh, now we get to my, my playoff and Super Bowl predictions. First, let's start in the NFC. I really like Tampa in the AFC South this year. I don't think there's any team capable of beating the Bucks in the AFC South. I mean, the Saints are coming through. Maybe not a rebuild, but a retool after Drew Brees' retirement. Carolina, to me, could be the most interesting team with Donut. I'm really high on the Panthers this year. I think I think Carolina will be a playoff team. I think Sam Tolan could be a top-ten quarterback. Christian McCaffrey's coming in, ready to rumble. I really like DJ Moore. I think Robbie Anderson could be interesting. 
And can Carolina stop teams? Because we know the Panthers can put up points. And speaking of putting up points, you had defensively the Atlanta Falcons might struggle, but they're going to put up a lot of points with Matty Ides, Calvin Ridley, and the rookie sensation Kyle Pitts. Can't wait to see what the Falcons do on that fast surface at Mercedes-Benz team. And then in the NFC East, I like the Washington football team. I know everybody's saying, why aren't you picking the Cowboys? Why aren't you picking the Cowboys? What's the old saying? Offense wins games, but defense wins championships. Find me a better defensive line than a Washington football team. I mean, any team with Chase Young on it scares the crap out of me. And uh, I think the Washington football team will be great again defensively. Yeah, we'll see. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is a grown-up in the quarterback room. I'm not sure I want Fitzmagic starting 16 games. But uh, I think for a year or two, he, he's what Washington needs. And, you know, with that defense, Ron Fair might ask him to A.B. Turn down the interception volume a little bit and just play more competent football. I mean, with Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, Samuel, Logan Thomas, I think the Washington football team's got enough talent. I mean, you have the Cowboys on paper look like they've got a lot of talents, especially on offense, but we don't know how Dak will fare coming off the shoulder and ankle injury. We don't know if Zeke's already reached his peak. I mean, Zach Martin tested positive for COVID. We don't know if Amari Cooper can catch a pass outside of AT&T Stadium. And uh, we'll see how well deceiving Lamb plays in his second NFL season. Plus, has the Cowboy defense improved or not? And then the NFC North, Green Bay is the obvious choice. I mean, Truth, the Packers lost Corey Lindsay and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Probably frustrate everybody in Packer lane, but uh, Packers are the obvious choice. Assuming Rodgers plays all year, I don't think anybody's challenging Green Bay. I don't know what to make of the Vikings this year. Yeah, Dalton Cook is a star. Justin Jefferson was amazing last year, but I don't know what to make of Minnesota's. Offense line, or maybe more so defense. And, um, Chicago, <laughs> the Bears couldn't. I'm not sure the Bears could protect anyone right now. I mean, I don't think I know everybody's saying, Why isn't Justin Fields playing on Sunday night? I don't think it would matter who's playing on Sunday night. You're not stopping Aaron Donald. I mean, Justin Fields be fine, but I don't think he should be playing week one. And then Detroit, Lord knows what Dan Cam, Campbell and Jared Goff do this year. I really like TJ Hawks in fantasy, but uh, I know uh, Lions could be a last place team, could be balanced on number one pick. And then out west, I've got a little bit of a surprise. I've got the 49ers. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. No Seattle, no LA. I like San Francisco. First off, the 49ers were hamstrung with, like, the longest injury report I've ever seen. I mean, there were, there were so many guys on aisle last year. 
And the matter of his Jimmy Geo Trey Lance, I think the 49ers will be the best in the West. I mean, you look at Samson's got talent everywhere. I mean, they, they just heck, they just made the Super Bowl a couple years ago. And this and this team's got a lot of talent. I mean, Planet IU, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and then defensively, Nick Bosa, linebacker. So, I think the 49ers are more capable of reclaiming their top spot in the NFC West. And then I'll call like Carolina. I mean, Sam, I think Sam Dolan will be excellent this year. Will like CMC more? I think the Panthers can take advantage of potentially a soft NFC South and make a run at the playoffs. And then, uh, I like the Rams and the Seahawks in the other two playoff spots. I know the NFC West will be difficult and they could beat up each other. But uh, a team with that, but two teams with that much talent, not just coaching, but team wise. I mean, Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll, DK Metcalf, Bobby Wagner will have a difficult time missing the playoffs. And then, of course, the Rams potentially. Having a home Super Bowl like the Bucks this year will be fun to see. And uh, now we switch to the AFC and um, start with the obvious one. I like the Chiefs in the AFC West. Let's see. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> that's, that's obvious. I think the Chiefs will be really good again this year. I mean, made the Super Bowl in Miami, lost in Tampa. But this might be the best Chiefs team in general. Last year's since one was not great. But uh, the Chiefs' offensive line is much better. I think the Chiefs can establish some kind of a running game this year and look out for Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey for 17 game season. Yeah, defense might hope they don't have to play week 17 and 18. Otherwise, they could throw for 6,000 yards. And then AFCs, sorry, Miami, but uh, I think the Bills win these. Josh Allen's a stall in the making. I think the Stefan Diggs trade worked out well for both sides, but uh, Diggs was amazing last year. And the strange thing about last year is that he didn't catch that many touchdowns. You imagine if Diggs catches 12, 15 touchdowns, not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> and then AFC North, I, I, I like Cleveland. Baltimore suffered a couple key entries at running back, and uh, I really like the Browns. They've got a lot of time. I and mean, we'll find out this year whether Baker's a one-hit wonder or still in the making, but uh, I like the Browns this year. Chubb and Hunt are the best one-two running back home in the NFL. Hopefully, Odell Beckham stays happy and ha- stays healthy and happy in Cleveland this year. I think Jarvis Landry is capable receiver, and uh, we know the Browns have got the probably the best offensive line in football. And then defensively, I think Cleveland will be better. It may take a few weeks. Don't look at week one and I mean, if Cleveland somehow won in Kansas City this weekend, that'd be amazing. But uh, teams don't win season opens against Andy Reid, the Chiefs, much. So I think Cleveland's defense would be better, especially when they get a few games with 
bunch of new players. And then the AFC South this year, like in, I think Colson wins. Assuming he's ready to go, this week can be fine. I mean, the Colts offense line is great. We know what John and Taylor did second half of last year. I think Michael Pittman's is still in the making. And uh, Darius Leonard may be one of the most underappreciative linebackers in football. I mean, that guy is so fast. And then with the force Buckner, Buckner, excuse me, anchor in the middle of that cold defense line, I think Indy will be really strong there again this year. And then wild card wise, uh, I like Miami. I don't know if two is great, but I think he'll be confident enough. And we know Miami's got a lot of talent, particularly a wide receiver and on defense. And then uh, I like the Chargers this year. I think Justin Herbert's another stall in the making. Keenan Allen's one of my favorite players. So dependable, so consistent year after year. Now, hopefully, Thurman James stays healthy on defense this year because he makes that Chargers unit so much better. And then I've got New England. I know you're thinking, where's Baltimore? But I think New England will be – I think New England, Baltimore, Miami, a few teams will be in that 10 and six, 9 and 8, 10 and 7, 11, 6 range. I like New England because I think Mac Jones will be more consistent, will be consistent. He may not have the highs and lows of some of these quarterbacks, but I think he'll be consistent. I'm not sure New England's ceiling's that great on offense, particularly because they don't have that vertical threat. But I think Mac Jones will be okay throughout the year. And New England, and if New England's okay on offense, I think defensively they'd be great. New England's got a remember New England, a lot of guys. Skip the 2020 season due to COVID. So a lot of those guys are back. Hopefully Stefan Gilman comes back soon. And uh I'm not I'm not betting against the Bill Belichick team. I've done that a few times. It's not going well. And uh Super Bowl wise, I like a rematch for Miami, not Tampa last year. I like Kansas City and San Francisco again. I think we're in the era of Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes. I'm not betting against those guys. And then I'm all in on the 49ers this year. No matter if it's Jimmy G or Trey Lance, I think the 49ers are due for a little bit of good luck. And uh, I think for Sam can make it a golden Super Bowl in uh, Inglewood, California this February. So thanks for – so uh, if you – like this episode, please like, share it, and uh, even if you uh, disagree with my picks, you can always send me a comment, tweet, or uh, message. So thanks for hopping on, and uh, hopefully Alex is back next week, and uh, we'll see you later.